Hello everybody, I'm your host Amani Brown. We are back again with another late night podcast. Seems like we're really enjoying doing the late night shows. As mentioned, we're slowly being corrupted by it. How are you all doing? Hey guys, how's it going? Good to be back. I'm good to be back. I'm drinking a pretty good uh, whiskey right now, so I'm more than happy than Junebug. That was Paul and Pele in exact order. Just in case anybody needed to mm-hmm. put a name at this point to the voice, but uh, all right, how are you guys doing? Now I know you guys are happy to be back on, but what you guys been up to? Uh, dude, you are so tired right now. Yeah, he's tired. I know why he is tired, and I'm the same way. So I got nothing <laughs> new, any terms of experience, unfortunately. So, mm. so you're, no, that's fine. it for your week. We'll be lucid. Mm-hmm. We've been we 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 me and Amani have just been busy as hell this past week as well. Hey, sorry, I work at Home Depot. I get it. But uh, what you guys? What about you, Paul? Real quick, go ahead. Um, Catch people up. Let's see, I was on what two weeks ago. So since then, again, not really any gaming. Um, I'm not going to do a big Malazan rant on this one like I did before. I'm actually going to keep it quite tame because I gave it to them before this. But it just People, if you haven't figured it out yet, go give the book a try. It's phenomenally good, and I don't even—that's I don't even have to overhype it. It just is a great thing. Like Steven Erickson pulled off something that I don't think anybody else could have. If that makes sense, like it's like like I find myself at work. I think I said this last podcast, but I find myself at work thinking about history to things that don't exist. It sticks cool. with me. And the lore great. hits you pretty nicely. Mm-hmm. And not even just the lore, it's the characters, the world, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I was doing this week. And then also, I finally started watching Jujutsu Kaisen, as I said. Okay. Um, and then, I think, yeah, that was pretty much it. The past two weeks, just been working on shit. Um, next short film, I uh, got some ideas, but nothing concrete yet. But things are moving, so... Oh, well, while we have you here, we might as well announce this, too. So, We're on YouTube now. Oh, yeah. I did that. <laughs> I guess that... No, I'm a podcast. My bad. Uh, I guess that... Well, maybe not quite yet, but I guess that would eventually count as me as a YouTuber, weirdly enough. Mm. Yeah. Not, yeah, not quite I, yet. Your, you remember? Your episode hasn't premiered yet. Uh, okay. What did I say? I think it was... Was it last week's episode that I was on? Uh, was you it said two that weeks you were going to be working on it at the very That's least. That's right. That's it right. It is officially I, up now. <laughs> That's right. I gave, I think, a one-week release, and I didn't hit it. But it's because things got dragged out. But yeah, guys, we're finally on YouTube. Go check us out. Right now, it's just the first episode ever. Uh, the plan is at least uh, I'm going to be doing uh, for the channel three episodes a week until we catch up. And then once we catch up, it'll be just a weekly release thing. But uh, yeah. You guys enjoy it? Please consider subscribing. All that, and I got a cool little visualizer to go with it while you watch or listen or whatever. So, and while you yeah. guys enjoy that podcast, maybe we'll throw something else up there. Just go support it. So mm-hmm. now you have uh, another platform to listen to us on if you need options. But glad to know that that's finally. Up. It's always nice to but, have options. Mm-hmm. For sure. Took forever. To- Money, you were great for letting me take my time. Sorry about that. <laughs> But we'll get right into, I guess, 
our weeks, that action that we talk so much about. So, well, Paul already got into a bit of his, but I guess we'll talk with Pele. What have you been playing real quick? I actually have been playing, uh, played and finished Detroit Become Human. I, I, I like the game quite a bit in terms of the acting, a bit of the writing, though a bit disappointed in certain theme thematic elements that they set up but never go anywhere with was which for one character which is uh, the whole game not no spoilers is done in three different parts with you control three different characters one of them is specifically investigative uh investigation and one of the key causes you have to investigate the cause of all the troubles throughout the game but it leads nowhere and like why did you build this up this way then it's so weird it's, it, it's it's disappointing, and that's for me. It's, it's satisfying, but nevertheless, I did enjoy it for the most part. Um, I will say this: it's very David Cage. Yeah, that's mm. this David Cage's problem. But you got to take it. You got to take it the good and the bad when it comes to David Cage games. I know that, especially with Heavy Rain, and I played the original Indigo Prophecy too, and that one was. <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't know that you played the original. Yeah, no, I played <laughs> on the PS2. So Simon says that one's so weird. I, hey, hey. You know, you know, it's worse because you know what? It, for me and my young, young mind, I experience a sexing at the age of eight. <laughs> well, you know, first video games. Just PS2, so it wasn't too great. No, 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 no. It was pretty damn detailed. No animation detail, but it was pretty damn detailed. Oh, <laughs> kind of figured out the mechanics, I guess. <laughs> Birds sort of. and the bees, brought to you by David Cage. Pretty much. I mean, I guess, I, I name, guess right? that's why I'm so desensitized yeah. now, because thanks to David Cage, my uh, sexual awakening Thank happened you. way too fucking early. Thank you, David Cage. Our friend is asexual because of you. <laughs> He's experienced too much, you fuck. No. The sexiest man on the podcast is now asexual. Unfortunate for those who wanted to. All because, <laughs> All because, All of, because David of David Cage. Who's <laughs> going through a massive lawsuit right now, because apparently his company is trash. Yeah. So, you know. I could see that. Yep. I guess it's karma. It is unfortunate. Um, but no, uh, I liked it quite a bit. I actually, I forgot that um, what this game actually came from was a PS3, PS4 demo called Kara, a tech demo. Mm-hmm. And that's, so that's where the inception of the game first came from. Like, oh, okay, I haven't seen that tech demo in years, but that explains so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry about the function. Yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> Yes, once again. Long day. I'm on the, yes, he's eating on the podcast. We're gonna call him out. I'm back. You know, everybody point and stare and laugh at him. Here's your chance. It's all right. Ha 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 ha. Sorry, I've been watching The Simpsons. But, uh, like that. In the words of Hitler, no, you're fine. you better stop, or I'll put you in a camp. No, that's Wait fucked up. <laughs> Already came out. It's too late. Yeah, Paul. Well, I was gonna say, like, are you sure you want to say that to me? What do you mean? Oof. <laughs> Never mind. I don't just, understand. We'll just scooch right <laughs> on. Scooch right on. Right on. Right on. <laughs> you're not Japanese. If you're talking about the war camps in the 40s, it doesn't apply. No, but it's also just Asian people in general, though. We were n- we're not treated very well during that time period. Even if... They really... Yeah, and then like 40, 50 no, years before Do... that, the Italians were treated very well. I know, well. I know. Don't, I know. don't start. No. <laughs> no, but like Paul, like they actually did like put it... They didn't care. They really didn't yeah. care. They just do whoever. It was just yeah, like, I know. Well, I'll put you right back, Pele. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. Pele brought it there. 
No. The, the guys, podcast listeners, obviously we're friends. We're not saying anything that we all would not, you know. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. So is that a shovel? I love these is guys. I shut up. <laughs> no, it's not a shovel. It's wings. I'm flying out. Listen, I love these guys to death. <laughs> I would never say anything that's going to directly like attack or offend them. It's just, it's all jokes here. So if anybody listens and is offended, please, for the love of God, understand we're friends here. We're just fucking around. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, I, I love this. Yeah, I, I know they know, but some people. I love this know. pasta eater. Don't worry about it. That's not an insult. No, but I can't I say. I can't say. I, uh, you want me to say the the W word? I would what? You don't. That's fine. <laughs> I have my for papers. The, no. <laughs> for the sake of the for the sake of the podcast, I prefer you not. Sorry, Monty. We've. It's the lucid stream. Oh yeah, I know. We're lucid here. But uh, digging do- dirt holes. I guess the one thing that I definitely checked out was um reminiscent. Reminiscent. Oh how? That's the name of the how was that? I was, I was curious about that one. It's pretty mm. freaking good. I actually really like it. It's setting. I fell in love with the setting like right away. Mm. It is an entire like we've talked about it in the trailer, but like it, this takes place in a very futuristic. Um, Florida, I think it is, mm-hmm. specifically Miami, mm-hmm. after, uh, I guess, the floodwaters rose, and basically, Miami is half-sunken, and it's almost like Venice, except, you know, Global a bit more yeah. sunken. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone lives pretty much on, like, rooftops or higher, high-end buildings at this point, and sometimes people have, like, their houses on, like, stilts and things like that to kind of keep it, keep it afloat. Right. The water. It's really cool. You get around. Everyone gets around on boats. There's a really cool fight scene in which they are in an abandoned building and fall, blow into the sunken area of the building, which I thought was kind of lit. That is cool. Like like I said, the setting got me more than anything else. Though to be honest, the movie's really good by default. Its basic premise is the idea of like, Neo no- hey yo, what do your what do your memories see, mm-hmm. and can we retrace those to do certain? The neo the neo noir um, aspect mm-hmm. of it like really got my interest as well. It, yes. Was it was it the writer or the director, like, or just creator of Westworld? I think it was it? the no, not the creator. The creator's dead. Oof. Well, I meant like not the original, like the new series. Oh, uh, oh, well, let me check real quick. Actually, we should do this. But reminiscent is dope. Mm. One another one of Hugh Jackman's. <clears throat> great accomplishments which is part of the reason why i wanted to watch it anyway i'm like oh this is what hugh jackman's doing after wolverine mm-hmm. he's doing this no. it's lit no, no. <laughs> well thank you for yeah. letting me know i need to watch it no. you would enjoy yeah. it like he said it's neo noir so it's yes yeah i would exclusively I would up there yes the co-creator writer director and executive producer of hbo's westworld did this movie hey That's okay true. there you mm-hmm. go that's weird yeah. it also is not it's also not bad watching rebecca ferguson you know be hot in the movie too. She's a villain. She's a villain, <laughs> but she is also good looking. She's a villain. Tired of I do like the relationship. Gives no fucks. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's fine. Like the way that movie plays out, um, it is it is a mystery to figure out more about her. But like mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like after a She's certain a like I'm gonna be real. After <laughs> a certain point in that movie, you're just kind of like, all right, this is a path we're going down, and it's not far into that movie where you figure this out where it's, it's like okay but I haven't told you context so don't worry I'm not going to tell you why she is <laughs> or whatever you. happens with that or how that works <laughs> out just understand that I walked away from that movie being like a villain cool <laughs> <laughs> but um 
Besides that, I haven't really I'll be been done messing. <laughs> Besides that, I haven't really been messing around with much else. Um, mm. It's just kind of been a busy, busy week for me. Wanted to get some some reading in for certain things, and I, I guess I've been playing little things here and there. I'm trying to remember what the, the most recent one was, but whenever I get the chance to, I've been kind of messing around. But playing a lot of near, I guess near reincarnation once more. Um, mm. Because of <laughs> unfortunate phone problems, I have lost all my progress. But we'll get it back. Don't worry. I'm gonna get my wife who's back. Hey, you talking about near reincarnation? Mm-hmm. It's actually really good. So, like, is it the story that's really good or the gameplay? Both. Okay. Well, and the gameplay is not as the gameplay is a gotcha game. Is the deal? Yeah. But what they do with how um, weapons and characters works, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. Yeah. And it falls into that category where. Um, in most gotcha games, you tend to like be quote unquote paying or summoning for a JPEG. Okay. In this game, you're getting a full on model of a character that has like voice lines and an actual like backstory and everything like that. Okay. They're all uh, very, a lot of them are variants of characters that already exist in the story. Okay. But it's important distinctions because of the fact that I guess this this game specifically deals with the idea of i mean i guess it says reincarnation is part of it but um just the idea of like parallel worlds and huh. storybooks they they Jokotaro has a thing where he really likes storybooks so um yeah as you are playing through the game you are um investigating stories hmm. of people but when you go in there there's a malevolent force that is messing right, it up right. so you'll go into a story and it'll be like wait a minute it didn't happen like this that's yeah. not how this went down and you're fixing the stories, but the stories are still, like, near stories. So mm. expect to be, you know, sad. Yeah, I, <laughs> I actually started it, um, and I got to the second or third level or whatever. It just didn't click quite yet, but I, not the story. The story and everything was like, mm-hmm. Yoko Taro, I was like, oh, we're back. But, you know what I mean? It just the gameplay, so I think I'd have to watch it. But either way, thank you for sharing, because I, I need to hop on yeah. that and give it another try. I mainly just play it for the story anyway. I mean, like, I like the characters that are there. I'm trying to get my, like, 2B and 9S. Not really 9S. A2 mm-hmm. uh, and 2P specifically. But, like, you know, like, I got them. Unfortunately, I got them. Then the phone broke. Now I lost them. Now I got to get them back again. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, like, the story for it is actually pretty dope. And um, a lot of the event quests that they do also have their own stories in them. Like, they, they tell their own tale, whether it be sad or good. Like, it's it's always one of those things where it's like, right. this thing is going to be telling you some kind of good thing at some point. So, I guess it's just a little bit funner to, to play that, because, I mean, I guess if you want to be depressed sometimes, because Yokotaro likes to just do that. Uh, be like <laughs> I mean, I, I have my selection of games that I just want to be depressed. If I really want to get depressed, I end up playing Spec Ops The Line again. <laughs> good point. I still need to finish that. I have not finished that. You should. I need to finish You should. That game made me like, very depressed. I'm kind of sad because I had like a couple things on my list this week that I wanted to play. Like, for mm-hmm. instance, I wanted to play 12 Minutes because I had that and a couple other ones like uh, Recomply. I just haven't gotten a chance to get to them. Mm-hmm. So next week for sure, I'll definitely have a bit of a review on those games because I'll at least get the chance to play them. <laughs> you know, when I want to feel sad, I just watched the scene where uh, Mitty uh, is being put down like a dog in Made in Abyss. I guess that's a spoiler, Oof. but yeah, whatever. That scene, and the manga exists. The manga exists. You know what I'm talking about, Amani? Where it's like, go ahead and yeah. do it. No, not yet. Mitty, Mitty. Oh my God, bro! I, that broke me. I cry every time I watch it. Yeah, it's not. It's, 
Yeah, that hurts. <laughs> <laughs> or Prushka. Dude, <laughs> did you watch the movie yet? I have not watched the movie yet. Oh, my, neither one of you. Damn. I haven't gotten to it. I haven't gotten to a lot of things. I almost spoiled it. I'll, listen, understand, me saying that and that character's name, it's made in Abyss. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you see anybody in the Abyss, it's probably going to be something messed up happens. You know? Something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, so. Watch the movie, guys. It's Dawn of Deep Soul. That's the one. Oh. Yeah, I got to get to that. That's. Oh, I'll send you I the link. There's, there is one other thing that I will say, because I did recently finish it. Um, I finished the original Bubblegum Crisis series. Oh, hey! Um, I haven't finished Clash yet. I started Clash, which is technically like the end, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It's it's them going back, but I did go and finish uh, Bubblegum Crisis. That was fun. Hell yeah! It's kind of weird how episodic it is. I felt that it would probably be more going into it. I thought it would have been more like cohesive. Yeah. But it is uh, extremely episodic, where characters get introduced die and then move about in the same episode <laughs> and i'm like oh <laughs> uh-huh. you get to know them and it's like oh they're gone i'm like oh i thought they were gonna stick around nope. they seemed cool <laughs> just nope interesting but it's dope you like power suits they got some real nice power suits not mechs though i mean they do technically have one mech but it's not that big but Go check out not, not, a, not, badass females. Yeah, not everything are. not everything can be Gundam size, you know. Look, man, I, like I personally <gasps> if where I stand on the mech power suit debate is I personally like power suits more than mechs. But Oh no no I no no I, 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 I'm with you there because uh, one of my favorite things growing up as a kid is watching the uh battle uh a uh, battleizer armor from Power Rangers as a kid. So Ooh. real quick to add to my week, just to backtrack, half the hair, because I think it could tie into yours. Have you guys watched any of the old Gundam movies on Netflix? Yes. <laughs> that is not. That's good shit. That's what I've done in my week, two weeks that's as fun. well. I found them. Uh, I was sitting on the bed with Natalie. We were watching, um, watching BoJack Horseman. We were looking for shit to find, and then all of a sudden, I saw that, and I made her sit there and watch like ten minutes, and yeah. Like, Gundam. Yeah. You just lost this. Shit. <laughs> she was like, "You're a really big nerd, aren't you?" And I was like, "Not really, but like this. This yes. clicks with me on a spiritual level." Yes, absolutely, yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. He I, I don't know why I said no. I'm not. <laughs> you just turn. She knows push, I am. Shit. You point to your room. You point to like the papers on your walls and things of that nature. All the posters. And then you look at the podcast and you look and you're like, "I'm on this." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thing. <laughs> I got nothing to hide. <laughs> Why would you ever hide? You don't need to hide. I wasn't. I believe me. I'm not hiding with this person. Oh, of course. But we will move on because Gamecom happened this week and yes, um, yes. a couple other things, and they decided to announce like a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go through that. But first, first, word from our sponsors. Because we know who I am, dude. I wish. <laughs> um, <laughs> because you know who I am. And where we are, we have to talk about the new Spider-Man trailer that dropped literally earlier this week for Spider-Man No Way Home. It's the only thing we got. It's all we got. Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. I can say is, I didn't expect them to do the thing as well yeah. as I thought they were going to do it. <laughs> there, yeah, y'all were lagging. I didn't get any of that. But I got you now. Yes! Yeah. yeah. Shall we talk? Uh, yes, we should talk. I wanted to wait on Andre <laughs> for this, but... Oh, no, we will, we will get his, his two yeah. cents. Oh, in. yeah, true, true, true. Don't worry. So, who's coaches. going first here? Amani? No, who's no. Gonna, wait, wait, who's going to talk the longest? Amani. 
then you go last. <laughs> All right. No offense. It's just I'm ready for this. I I agreed to this. That's why I hit you guys up? Go ahead, Forgot about go your Pele. I'm sorry, but no, nah, I'm just fucking with. You. But uh, no, nah, like I. Yeah. Pele, you go first. All right. I am very much excited for. I was going to go the introduction of the multiverse factionality and seeing... So I'm guessing this could be the introduction for a lot of uh, uh, Spider-Man's traditional villains or mm-hmm. traditional from other familiar places we've seen because... Look, should I just go straight to the end? Um, yeah, go ahead. I'm down. Hello, Peter. Alfred Molina is returning as Doc Ock. Hello, also, Peter. Like the um, way he says it, dude. William Defoe also returning. Wait, wait, is that confirmed? I'm not sure that's been confirmed. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, it's confirmed? Oh, God, I can't wait then. Um, uh, well, I also, know we hear the laugh, oh, yeah. but it's, are you it's sure? William. It's Willem Defoe. No, it's, it's William Defoe. Willem, Willem Defoe. Willem, Willem Defoe, my yeah. mistake. Oh, you but, uh, no, that's... Wait. Okay, so, yeah, it's definitely so we got that, those well, villains coming that's back. great. <laughs> yep. Um, are we going to get uh, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man Kirk Connors, the lizard? Okay, so you want the um, Might investigated be, yes. this kind yeah. of answer, or you want the uh, we still don't know. Let's not talk about it because, like, I definitely investigated this. <laughs> did you watch the Easter egg video by like Screen Rant or something? I didn't have to. I did a breakdown with Aaron, uh, with me, Aaron and Jehoish for oh, watching. See, I'm it, not and I just it, looked yeah. through it and was just like, "That's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. That's a thing. That's probably a thing." Then go Reddit. Gotcha. And then on top of that, yeah, and then yeah. I. Went to the breakdowns afterwards, sort of. I, I, I kind of. Yeah. I, I say go ahead. So, Paul. I. You know what? Uh, fuck me. Go ahead, Amani. I want to <clears> hear this. No, go ahead. I want to hear yours first, because then I'll. The uh, answer to, to right. um. I'll just answer Pele's question real quick. The yeah, answer to that is, yes. Yes, we, yes, we are. We're getting at least two. We're getting two yeah, lizards. Which, okay. So, did you? Did you no, guys? No, not not lizards. We're getting two. Um, oh, Electro. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one's confirmed. Yep, uh, like by Kevin Feige right. and you know all the lightning that you and see. And Jamie Foxx himself. Yeah, yeah, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're gonna yeah. change up the looks. I wonder if he's still gonna have uh, either gonna be crooked teeth or straight teeth. Probably straight teeth. <laughs> probably even doing the crooked teeth again. But uh, I was just want to say, did y'all see the the picture of the two people behind the scenes that got yes. deleted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. saw that. I mean, I guess if you're in this podcast, you know we're fans. We got two hyper fans that are going to be here. The um, biggest Spider-Man you're gonna, fans. You're going to get spoilers. Known. Yeah, you're going to get spoilers. So, hats off to you if you're like, "Oh, I don't want spoilers," but you sh- maybe you should click ahead. But uh, this going also, into spoiler to be territory. Completely honest with you. To be completely honest with you. What's up? This movie is also the worst kept secret. Oh yeah. Ever. Oh, it really is. Yeah. yeah. It's literally the worst. They, they did it on purpose. Yeah, no, they, to build no, 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 here's the thing. Like after after to. so many years of being super tight lipped about their other ones, like why is this why is this one leaked so bad? This one is the one that they probably would have wanted to not say anything about the most. And it just it just didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> well you have to remember like I, yeah, Tom Holland's the lead actor, so that's why. Based on the his whole thing's a marketing thing. Oh, I know, I know. It's not that he's actually forgetful. But, uh, so I was just gonna say, so not only is it basically confirmed that we're getting Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, which could still be a fake picture, mm-hmm. but it looked pretty real. Well, I know, we're getting all I know this Andrew shit. Garfield said he's down. Tobey's been the hardest one from what reports have said. Yeah. But if it's already in the picture and he's actually there, then I think it's alright. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, uh, I, I, but I just want to say briefly, like, I wasn't excited for any of the other Spider-Mans. I'm kind of like I, I talk about Andre about this. It's not quite Spider-Man as I would picture him, but it's all right. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. And some, a lot of the Marvel movies, I, I don't look at them like, oh, I want to go see that. Like, it's certain ones. But this one, I watched that trailer and I was like, wow, I, I really want to see this because particularly just the Raimi stuff and multiverse. And dude, I have this idea that end credit scene or somewhere in there, we go see Miles as well. That would be, uh, I would appreciate that. And imagine if he's still animated, though. Lot. I think that oh, would be, be somehow like, cool. Oh, that would be really cool if he right? just came out still animated. Yeah. <laughs> I just, man, I'm thinking about that. But that's my take on it. Amani, you take... Oh, wait, one more thing. Did you see the swirling sand? <clears throat> yes, I did see that. that. Yes, I did. I really hope Thomas Hayden Church comes back. <laughs> God, that Sandman made me cry. But as long as Topher Grace doesn't. Yeah, Topher Grace. No, yeah, no, 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 because this is, could be also the introduction to the Venom movie saga as well, because, you know... Oh, my God, dude. If Tom Hardy shows up... That'd be nice. That'd be nice. That would be nice. But I'm I'm done. You go, Amani. Take take the reins. Jesus, um, take the wheel. The number one thing I want to mention about this is that they are actually doing a comic book storyline that is considered the worst Spider-Man comic book storyline. One ever. more day, and they are summing how somehow yes, that's correct. They are somehow making that work. I actually kind of like how this one's no, going what, because you get to see. Yeah, no, it's it's not like a it's not like Aunt May dies or you wanted to. It's not. We don't have all this time. There's no deal with the devil bullshit. Yeah, there's definitely no deal with the devil bullshit. But on, on top of that, it's like, this is not um, decades upon decades of Spider-Man building up certain things and then removing some of the best qualities about Spider-Man. This is instead a Spider-Man we've seen, like, for five years, probably. And pretty much are getting him messing up. Technically, it's not his fault, but, like, messing up and being like, man, I'm still in high school, bro. I can't have this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I really can't have all of this. And it's like, and you see him make the deal. Like, he's going to make the deal with Strange, which I'm glad he's in this movie. I'm glad that that's a huge, like, Strange is a huge part of it. And I'm glad that we're diving into the mystical, quote-unquote, side of Spider-Man, especially with, like, the leak suits and things that we've seen. I'm trying to see him wear that black suit with the gauntlet and want to see how that plays out. Oh, the uh, secret, the Some secret wars outfit. I would love to see that. Oh no, 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 not that one. Uh, he has another one. Uh, he has one exclusively for this movie, which he has. It looks like a magical gauntlet, as on the I guess wireframing of his Bosco suit is what it looks like. Okay. It looks like because the the black suit he's wearing in this movie <clears throat> looks like um. It, it looks like the Bosco suit, but with all the red removed. Like, if you took off the, the top red layering, this is the circuitry that's going on right underneath it. Okay. Mm. And I'm wondering what the deal with that is. But uh, it looks dope. It's a very different look for Spider-Man. I mean, there's only one other black and gold costume. Actually, there's two other black and gold costumes. I take it back. Because there's the, um, the Spider-Armor. This point, like, Spider-Armor 2 is black and gold. And... Then there's the um, the Stark suit, not the original quote-unquote Stark suit, the Iron Spider suit that has been painted black and is never worn by Peter Parker, actually. <laughs> um, but those are two that it's like, okay, that's kind of lit. Looking forward mm -hmm. to that. Um, the way they're... Okay, I gotta say this. As a Spider-Man fan, I was super opposed to the idea of doing a multiverse movie Right. With these characters for the simple fact that one, Spider-Verse already came out and did it perfectly. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And two, I wanted, especially with all the leaks coming out, I was like, please, I just want you to focus on the last cliffhanger that you talked about. I do not care about throwing these other Spider-Men in here. 
because the class cliffhanger you handed like you ended up on uh is the fact that like peter parker's identity is just out in the open like mm. that's what you ended on and i'm like i want to see the ramifications in a movie that deals with that and it looks like there's it's still a huge driving force in this movie which i'm kind of excited about yeah because that's the one thing i wanted to see and from what i can understand they're probably going to keep the other spider people to a minimum and he'll probably be fighting the Sinister Six because Sony's been trying to do that since forever. Yep, and they keep failing. I just, I just find it really weird that I don't understand what I don't um, understand like their insistence on doing a solo of just the six though. Oh, I don't know. We're not gonna get that though. Thank goodness. Wait, wait, what? They, what do they, you mean? They, yeah, so, so, oh, Sony's been trying to do a Sinister yeah. Six movie solo, like just the villains themselves and nothing else, for years. They, what, they what are they gonna fight? To do that. They. Bro, I don't want to. Like, we can look. That sounds can, a little strange. We can get into that. We can get into that. But like, do we really want to get into like the leaked scripts of the Sinister Six movie and how bad that? Yeah, is? No, 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 no. <laughs> they have it? No, they do. Oh they, no, God, they do. They do. They do. It's not good. Yeah, it's just out there. It's not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there was a leak script. Like it happened when the Sony hack happened around the same time Amazing Spider-Man Two was a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That happened, and people got a hand to the script, and it was a bunch of stuff that was in there that's like, oh god, like they were gonna like part of it was the fact that like they were gonna be teaming up with initially going to fight Spider-Man, then teaming up with Spider-Man to fight Venom and then Carnage, and this all happens within the span of one movie. It's like Spider-Man three all over again. Yeah. Jeez. Like the idea was that like during the first fight. Peter gets the black suit, like they fight at Oscorp or something, and during the fight he gets the black suit, and he uses that to beat them, and then within that movie he goes through the entire arc of realizing that the suit's bad and he gets rid of it, and then that symbiote drops on Eddie Brock, who then joins the Sinister Six. Quote, unquote, again! The Sinister Six. Again! Spider-Man mm-hmm. 3 vibes! Heavy Spider-Man 3 vibes! Yep. And then they would go to fight Peter, but Peter would barely manage to survive and fend them off, and then the symbiote off of Eddie Brock would fall off, or at least a bit of it would fall off onto a hobo, quote-unquote, Cletus Cassidy, um, who then would become Carnage and would be, like, such a problem that the two of them team up. And the deal is that they couldn't control Venom and Carnage, so Venom and Carnage are now teamed up, who then literally, like, beat the shit out of both... uh, No, they beat the shit out of the Sinister Six and then dip off and then go to start, like, I guess, attacking people. And the Sinister Six looks at it and they're like, we messed up. We wanted you. We didn't want all this collateral damage. So it's like they team up with Spider-Man to go fight Venom and Carnage, and it's just like this was one movie. It's, a, it's also this was one. It, it's, movie. it's not only that. So this was it, the. It's all. It's one movie, but they also had to introduce literally six different characters as well because at, this was one movie. They had wait. Like this was going to be the Sinister Six movie. That was going to be the Sinister Six movie. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, my bad. I was listening. And also, like, reading about it, they were going to have, like, for Doc Ogg, like, the suggested actors was Matthew McConaughey, (laughs) Sean Penn, Denzel Washington, Colin Firth, and Will Smith, George Clooney, and Daniel Craig. None of those guys fit. Will Smith as Doc Ogg. I can't see that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, that's such a weird choice of actors. They're they're A-list actors. That's all they do. They make a list of people they want. Here you go, Black Cat... Would have been Ruth Wilson, Emily Blunt, Carrie Russell, Rose Byrne, Amelia Clark, and Elizabeth Olsen. They That's were true. The, uh... Black Cat was supposed to have a role in it as well. Well, here's the thing: Black Cat already existed in Amazing Spider-Man Two, though. Oh yeah, I know. I know. Jesus. What the fuck? 
They cut they the wanted to give roles to Idris Elba, Francis McDormand. Oh, no, they also cut out MJ, which was I thought it was a Brian weird choice. Brian Cranston and Jackie yeah. Chan. <laughs> Wait, as, but Jackie Chan is who? That's that's a good question. So I don't. It doesn't say. It says uh, they wanted to give roles to Idris Elba, Fran- Jackie Chan, but for which parts? As for Sandman, several actors were considered, including, it's just kind of funny now, uh, Tom Hardy, Woody Harrelson, who were in the Venom movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Channing Tatum, who was also on the shortlist for Venom, Joel Egerton, Jason Clark, Chris O'Dell, Michael Pena, Seth Rogen, and Danny McBride. You know, I just, I gotta say, I gotta say, I feel very sorry for Channing Tatum because that guy's been trying to get Gambit around for years now too. Oh, for sure, he's he's tried, he's tried. It's not happening. It's not happening. I wanted the Gambit movie, but it's still kind of weird. But it's not happening. Back to Spider-Man, I guess. (laughs) But uh, basically... We're all tired here in a weird tangent. That was going to be the one movie, and I just kind of looked at it and was like, no, I don't want this. Oh, yeah, and the end was supposed to be that they, like, kind of become this team that does, I guess, good or mercenary work. And they were supposed Mm. to have a big zoom out where um, they look at the phone, and then the phone zooms out of the map, and then it zooms out. And you see, like, little dots of, like, different, like, icons for each of the the villains, Mm quote-unquote. For them being on the map for like things that they could handle, so it's like, oh yeah, there's the rhino one, and there's the dark hawk one, and there's the the goblin one, and everything like that, and you just kind of look at that and go like, are you being serious? So it would have been, <laughs> it would been, it would have been the Suicide Squad before the Suicide serious. Squad. Yes, but stupid. Yeah, very stupid. This would have been jam packed with so much crap that it didn't make sense. At least the Suicide Squad movie, they had one mission. They were going on one mission, and then things just went wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But um, as far as that goes, I just find it weird that this is a Sinister Six movie, quote unquote, in which the Peter Parker that is supposed to be fighting this has not fought like eighty percent of the roster. No, because he's still he, because this Peter Parker is still technically fresh. Yeah, and I'm gonna assume that the last because <clears throat> this is my theory on it, the last member because pretty much we know everybody except for the last member of the Sinister Six. I'm gonna assume that it has to be someone from his universe to actually be a villain so I my bet's on Scorpion because that's the only Matt, villain mm-hmm. that's been set up yeah Matt Gargan for sure yeah Scorpion or um Vulture because those are the only two that have been set up in some form or way that mm-hmm. exist unless they want to bring back Mysterio but you know kind of unnecessary <laughs> yeah. they pulled the trigger on that one I mean so hey like, I'm, I'm still hoping for this day like if they include Craven the Hunter I really want to see him still live action See, I feel you, and I want to see Craven the Hunter, but I want to see a mm. Craven the Hunter movie with like just Craven and Dude, I was Spider-Man literally just about to say new. that. <laughs> but they could introduce Craven just because of the fact that, like, in this film, it's very obvious that Peter is still under scrutiny for mm. the alleged death of Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can easily see Jonah being like, "I will give X amount of money to anybody that can get this man." And now that like Craven. Who exists? They can just set him up in that movie, honestly. Yeah. Just mm. existing somewhere else in general, being like, "I will hunt the spider." <laughs> <laughs> I like this idea. Man. How long has he been dead? In the comics? Yeah, since like the eighties, right? Yeah, they keep him. They actually they brought him back once, but they keep him dead. Yeah. They tend to try to, because I wish they, they would. like. No, no, no. I mean, like they keep they try to keep him dead, like. They don't. They somebody brought him back once, and then it was like, okay, cool, put him back in the grave. And it's like, all right, 
<laughs> like imagine they come back with like a like a talented author who like loves the character and we get to like see like more oh god that was just... technically speaking craven is but, back in a way but sergey yeah. i believe his name was is is gone it is like his his kid is the deal oh, and i'm like that's fine if you want to still have like a craven s villain that exists yeah. you just make it his kid he take he takes up the mantle again it's like the same thing that's happening with beetle i mean beetle isn't isn't it's not his kid it's actually tombstone's kid but it's some weird thing it's basically the idea is that someone has taken up the mantle of both electro and beetle and they're completely different people so it's like oh okay gotcha. <laughs> comics yeah. never not confusing <laughs> it's it's not that confusing it's just the idea i don't know when we got a female electro i don't know when that happened but it did she just took it up and the same thing happened with beetle and beetle's kind of cool beetle's actually one of those like like c tier spider-man villains that have always been like no he's actually really cool like he's kind of capable <laughs> mm-hmm. but just people don't talk about it much but beetle's always been cool he's like the i guess mysterious i guess technically he's the taskmaster of spider-man so to speak where he's like you know he exists and he's usually doing odd jobs and the way he works it's like it's all about the money man that's all that matters like he's not inherently like like, if he doesn't have to kill Spider-Man, he's not trying to kill Spider-Man, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I don't go after Spider-Man, but you're, like, stopping me. Or, like, Firefly. If anybody ever seen, like, the Batman cartoon, um, Firefly in that. He's almost exactly like that. Those two are literally carbon copies, Loki, of each other. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Though I think Firefly's kind of changed a bit over the years. But definitely the one where he was, like, wearing a suit and flying around is, like, that. That is just the Beatle. <laughs> Well, you know how Marvel and DC are competing and copying yeah, each other. They like to do that. Red Lion exists. I don't know why DC bothered. <laughs> but um, Wait, which one? Who is Red Lion? The oh, Red Lion. He's the copy of uh, Black Panther. Just oh, okay. I have seen. Yep. Straight yeah, the, the exact same suit, just red with like a fur like mane. Yeah, straight rip of Black Panther. Um, but we will move right along from Spider-Man because as much as that movie is great and I still find it weird that we're having a Sinister Six movie um, we gotta get into the Gamescom stuff because there's a lot that we haven't even talked about mm-hmm. and we're all tired and falling asleep yeah. <laughs> we're all tired and a lot has happened yep. um, so how about we kick it off with one of you two what is one of the things that you guys initially saw for this one oh. Pele I'm gonna let you go first because you were really excited about one. Oh yes 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 alright so First one I want to talk about um, was actually the last on the docket, Conscript. Uh, Con- hey, okay. yeah. Conscript is a World War uh, One pixel art uh, 2D isometric view game that's actually designed and inspired by the classic Resident Evil game. Uh, same menu system, similar pickups, even a, a similar tank controls where you have to aim your character down in a certain direction in order to shoot your enemies. But this is instead of zombies dealing with World War One aspect. So the gameplay I'm really excited about because I love uh, Resident Evil, and it's also set in World War One, which uh, I like. Uh, I'm a I'm an old war history buff, so I, I like uh, learning, and experiencing stuff like that. Um, it's almost like it was made for you. Yes, so like I'm really happy for this one. I hope it comes out uh, fairly soon. I think there's a demo out currently on Steam. I forget the. Uh, developer's name, unfortunately, but nevertheless, keep an eye out for it. Called Conscripts. I am very 
excited for that one in particular. And my other two ones I want to talk about was a really big title that was announced at the Gamescom was Marvel's Midnight Sun. Uh, trailer, look, mm. trailer looks dope. Has a lot of like, Marvel characters, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Iron Man, Wolverine, uh, Ghost Rider, the Robbie Reyes version, um, Do- Doctor Strange, Blade, and um, uh, Nico Maroon... Uh, Min- Minero, Minero? I forget exactly how to pronounce her name. But yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah. Um, yep. And it's and the thing is that the trailer doesn't really show exactly what the game is going to be like at all until I took a look at the developer. Made by Fire Axis. The people who did XCOM. Of all the people. Yep. And apparently they looked at the game like they looked at what they did with XCOM and was extremely inspired by it and thus decided to get them to do this this Marvel game that I, I'm not going to lie, as happy as I am to see it, we're talking about something that is extremely niche inside of Marvel itself. No one knows yeah. what the Midnight Suns are. No, no, they're Nobody not. Nobody knows what the Midnight I know what the Midnight Suns are. You two might I, know what the Midnight Suns are. I don't are. know what the Midnight General Suns are. See, Paul doesn't even know what the Midnight Ca- Suns are. Casual fans of comic books will not know who the Midnight Suns are. Dude, who are they? heavy fans of comic books might not know what the Midnight mm-hmm. Suns are. What are they? What, what is the... They're basically like a supernatural. Okay, so the best way to describe it is, you know how Justice League Dark exists. Yeah, they're that, but for Marvel. Yep. They were technically like the first supernatural event to happen in Marvel, which involved Blade, um, Moon. Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, like a ton of the characters that were there, mm-hmm. with the exception of I think Wolverine, and like obviously Man. Iron Man. I'm pretty sure. And like, Captain America. Introduced. Definitely that of Captain America. Oh yeah, Captain America was not there, or Captain Marvel. Marvel. I don't know why they actually put them on the team, but I'm like fine with it. Yeah, I, I guess they're, they're popular. I guess. Popular characters, you know. I'm pretty sure gonna add more like, as Wolverine they Wolverine can stay because Wolverine's dope. Like he mm-hmm. he totally deals with stuff like this. He, all the he's time, went to he's like, went to Captain hell. America, and, he went to hell and back. Like Captain America didn't need to be there for me. No, Iron Man definitely. Iron not. Man, Iron Man. I'll admit, like half of his villains actually are like magic based. So. I can see how he can wind up in this, but I don't think he needed to be there. No, because... Captain he... Marvel can actually leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not because I hate her. I'm just kind of like, why would you be involved in this? You 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 deal with galactic threats. You deal with the stuff in space. Go deal with cosmic stuff. You know, she doesn't need... Dracula and Lilith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, so, so the Midnight Suns is supernatural. Yes. Not... It was very supernatural. Now, are, do the supernatural things tie into the cosmic shit, or is it not? Mm, it's just a supernatural. It's very rare. Yeah, it depends. It depends sometimes because, like, Mephisto has done, like, some extremely cosmic shit in Ghost Riders that way as well. It's just that it's not common. The best way to gotcha. describe it is the supernatural stuff is the closest we'll get to cosmic stuff is if they start delving into things that are... Um, I guess more Cthulhu-esque, Lovecraftian-esque, which they have in some cases. Yeah. I mean, the perfect example would be um, Moon Knight, King and well, Moon Knight. True, Moon Knight is actually a perfect example. But I was gonna say the King in Black as a recent example. Ah, uh, yes, like, yes. It's like you're dealing the way that the story is written in a lot of cases. It is very like um, supernatural, but you know mm. that Noel is this being from outer space that exists. So it's like inherently cosmic. It's cosmic horror, mm-hmm. you know. What's the deal with Bro, that? so. I just want to say this trailer. Oh, it's well done. It is very well done. It's well done, but also like, dude. First off, that cover of uh, Metallica. At first, I was like, nah, but now I'm like, nah. It's actually low key like a lot. Or high key, really. But no, like the the design of Ghost Rider, I approve. Yeah, Robbie Reyes. Robbie Reyes. It's my boy, Robbie Reyes. Yeah. Oh, that's the what Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider looks Mm -hmm. like. 
I've never the, seen this. Oh, yeah. This is the Robbie. This, this is the Ghost Rider that rolls around in <clears throat> a muscle car yep. and not a motorcycle. Yep. His oh muscle car God, looks dope though too. It does. It looks great. It looks sick. They should never not. Bro, take that is a cool design. Always leave it. Yeah, Bobby Race is dope. Mm-hmm. Honestly, my favorite this. Ghost Rider. Like, I, don't get me wrong. I I like. There's two of them that I really like. Obviously, Johnny Blaze being the number one. But uh, there was another one that was a chick that I can't remember what her name is right now. She was cool, but uh, Robbie Reyes is is kind of lit, man. I enjoy him. <laughs> yeah, I see why. Like that, like that mask is both terrifying and sleek at the same time. But it's so interesting because like we look at this trailer and me and Paylor are sitting here being like, "This is going to be a tactics game." I have no idea yeah. how this is going to play out. Yeah, because <laughs> the first question I thought when I first saw like a character listing, like, how the hell is Wolverine going to work out? Because he's a melee focused character. It'll be tank. interesting. They'll probably get it to work. Yeah. He, you know, he probably would be a tank. He'd be a tank that runs in and does melee things. You'll probably do, like, a lot of lunging. You probably have a lot, he probably has a lot of movement speed. Like, you can, in comparison to most characters, you could probably chuck that man, like, halfway across. <laughs> that's a good point. There's no big people in this. No, but that's that's the beauty with Marvel. They can bring in whoever they want with this one. I mean, they could, but I'm just kind of wondering, because I'm like, there's no, like, big, heavy characters. So, like, the mm. number one thing I would think of doing in a Marvel Tactics game where Wolverine exists is, can I do fastball special? And I'm like, wait, but based on this trailer, there's literally no one that could do that. I mean, I guess Captain Marvel could probably do that, but, like... Uh, didn't Colossus have, like, an arc in the supernatural once in the comics? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, his, his sister's magic, which who is in this trailer, by the mm-hmm. way, so, like... That could work. That's another Colossus. We can bring so it Colossus. Could work. They just yeah, just put in Colossus. We can get fastball special. But they didn't show Colossus. No. Nope. They just showed Magic and Wolverine. So I'm like, oh no. <laughs> mm. I I want to do that. That sounds awesome. Yep. Oh, and please, if you're listening to us, yes, and, give us the ability to fastball special Wolverine. Oh, I'll, that's all anybody ever wants to do. I will make this one mention as well. With um, the trailer, they introduce a character you have no idea who is. Apparently, that is the offspring of uh, Lilith who is actually the main protagonist, or the main player character. So you control and create and customize your own character in the middle of the game as you are playing this potentially tactics-like game with the other Marvel heroes. And based on the- I do find that interesting. Mm-hmm. You can change your custom, you can change your abilities, stats, and uh, how your character looks. And based on the continuing trailer, you also eventually get to change up the armor pieces and customizable looks of the other heroes as well as you go through. Everybody mm. played it in gold. Got that Hellfire armor look, and I'm like, I, I'm i a fan. I'm a fan of this color. <laughs> it has a sleek look, too. Oh, it does, yeah. It's, it's like a sun. I've never seen Wolverine ar- armor, uh, or at least a suit, with, like, etchings in it. I've never seen that before. It looks really nice. It yeah. does. It's probably one of the craziest things. It's a game that nobody asked for, no one expected, and just kind of got it and was like, I'll take that it. Ro- yeah. <laughs> that Robbie Rea is with the gold and etchings and Ghost Rider. Oh my god, Iron Man mm-hmm. there? Mm-hmm. What else we got? Doctor, Captain you got Doctor Strange, Nico Maruno, and Captain America. Oh, Captain America. <laughs> I like Cap. Sorry. No, I'm look, man, I love a lot of these guys, but like... It's kind of weird been, to see them. They've been big oh, yeah. for about 15 years now. Maybe yeah. many years past. Oh, yeah, no, just, it, like, it's just strange people. seeing all, like, all your classic heroes deal with something that's... Yeah. Let's face it, out of their um, out of their uh, field of work. Yeah, yeah. 
like at most, you know, like, there are some people that kind of skirt that line that you can put in. Like Wolverine is one of the perfect mm-hmm. examples of like mm-hmm. he skirts that line, but he can fit in. Spider Man's another one that skirts that line. Yeah, fit Captain in. America, no. Captain just, Marvel, no. Captain America is yeah. Captain America barely deals with things like that. Dude, barely. I, and Captain Marvel just, really doesn't deal with things. Like that. You know what I don't like about Marvel games? Daredevil so, would have been nice though. This is just me. I want more like obscure characters. I really like. Yeah. We see Captain America yeah. in like every game now. Daredevil and Iron I'm Man. You, Daredevil and um, Electro would have been great picks. Mm-hmm. They could have put them. Well, on. Give me a free roam Daredevil game. That would well, be dope. Thing, like a part four heavy. Yeah. Well, they tried. They tried. It just didn't happen. Well, they tried. a better one. If we go from like if we go from like <laughs> Insomniac no, makes yeah. it. No, I mean like better. they tried, but it got canceled. Like they really wanted to, mm-hmm. but it didn't happen. Oh. Well, if we go for like an example for like Ultimate uh, Ultimate Alliance three, we also have like other cosmic characters introduced in that game, like Elsa Bloodstone. Before playing that game, I did not know. Who That's about, true. I, I, I did not know. I didn't know. I who think they, I've seen her like once before, yeah. and I was like, huh. I know you, but why do I know you? Yeah. God, if only they'd make a Venom Space Knight. <laughs> One day they I'm will. Not no, back no, no, no. That. Don't <laughs> fall. They will. I had, my clo- it, nah, I had my closure after that episode where Amani just gave me free reign. Because if you remember, I cried on the podcast. So I've had my closure. Has, have I accepted started to instead. read Donny Cates' run? I have not God yet. Damn it, too. Oh. I've said it for. Yeah, I, can, I, I can start it in my own time, fellas. I was a little hurt for a while. No, 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 Paul. Here's the thing. I'm not just doing it to you. I'm also doing it to Amani as well because I'm trying to get him to play the Spider-Man VR game, which he doesn't haven't played yet. I haven't played it yet. That is true. I have to play my VR again. No, I gotta, I gotta. Well, I mean, it's plugged up, but I just haven't hooked it back up. Oh, you have a VR? I gave him the VR. Yeah, Pele gave it to me. Yeah. Why did you give him the VR? Because I can't use it in my room. Oh. He just gave me the VR. And I've been using it. I've been enjoying LA, it. There's a couple LA games. is a saint. He really is. This is why he's dubbed sexiest man on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is that the joke? That's the joke. Yeah. That's part of the joke. That's part of the joke. Who made the joke? I'm pretty sure I did. Yeah, you, you did start it. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's his title now. It's not going away. Sexiest man on yeah. the podcast. Uh, Look, we talked about it. We're all pretty good looking, but Pele, he's got it. <laughs> he's got something different. <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll move on to another one. What is another game that we actually happen to see here, mm-hmm. boys? What did you What did you see? What did oh, you find? What did you? Uh, last thing I will mention. Uh, the one thing I want to talk about was Destiny: The Witch Queen, uh, the latest uh, update expansion announced for February twenty twenty two for Destiny two. I'm currently playing it a lot. At- uh, liking the current new season quite a bit. The Witch Queen introduces another big boss character similar to that of Oryx, the Taken King from Destiny 1. And also... It's a very important one for those that don't know. Yeah, oh, there's, a, that, there's a lot of lore to the game I'm not going to get into today, obviously. But uh, yeah, nevertheless... But you can. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel you. yeah. <laughs> well, in this one it's going to be intriguing because this this character, despite being related to an important villain from the previous game, is actually... One, you get a new weapon called the Glaive, which is essentially this gigantic spear you can use both as a melee weapon and a gun. I was gun. about to say, my big takeaway was that, look, man, we got spears. Yep. You got spears. <laughs> we like, got spears now. You can shoot it as a gun. You can also use it as a melee weapon and a shield. So it's a multi-purpose weapon. So it's pretty interesting for mm. sure. But the It's just like swords. Mm-hmm. You can you can block with them. And But the biggest takeaway from it, uh, I think for me, especially with the new enemy types, is that these enemies actually can now do the same abilities as you as the player. And like, yes. ah, fuck. So I will mention this. I will mention this specifically. Destiny 2 has been going down a path that when I was playing Destiny 1, 
me and my friend had multiple discussions of like, hey, yo, what if they just did this, though? So we kind of got the abilities of having Dark Guardians, right? We had the, like, Stasis. oh, look, look, the, look, here's the power sets of, like, Dark Guardians, and they're probably going to build on that. Officially, now we have to fight, because this is one that I had a long time ago, around the time of Oryx Raid 2, which was specifically, yo, what happens if they have a raid or something where we have to fight, like, Fallen or Taken or Dark Guardians in some way? And, like, the idea that Homegirl is, like, F it, I'm just gonna make my own guardians out of the darkness. I'm like, oh, I'm so down for this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so down for this. I want to fight this. One, well, also, this it's, I saw so last playing through the season, uh, the current season. There's this power that you get for picking up this uh, darkness orb, this darkness embrace. I'm sure it's from the previous ones, but I only recently started picking back up. And thinking back when I first played Destiny One, uh, when you first played the game, you were able to interact with certain quests that allowed you to use a sword for the first time. Granted, this is before the sword was implemented as a full-on weapon in the game, but eventually... Yeah, they were exotics only. Yeah, they were exotics only at the time, but you eventually get to have them uh, before it became a, a mechanic in the game. I'm thinking, like, maybe this could be a potential new power where darkness envelops you and you don't use a weapon, per se, but spew out powers of darkness um, at enemies at your choice, a la Infamous style. Ooh... I like it. And if that, like it and that's, really cool. if, if that's a potentially new mechanic, then like that could be some interesting foreshadowing. Sure, like that is very intriguing. I'm down. Because technically, at this point in the game, where your guardians is, is experimenting with the darkness, because of the idea that they found out that like basically there are two halves of the same coin, and that um, your ghosts, if you go too far, can't help you out of it, but you can use the darkness abilities without you know inherently losing your light so the idea is that we're currently messing around with the ability to have half and half in order to beat these new problems destiny 2 is kind of wild i like it i like it a lot yep is that i've been enjoying it's it. definitely gotten better than my than some of the days of destiny 1 launch definitely destiny 2 launch because i still kicking myself to this day of wasting over a hundred dollars on destiny 1 when it first when it first came out Destiny 1 was good, though. I enjoyed Destiny 1. I enjoyed my time on Destiny 1. Not for the money I spent at the time. Like, oh, this is just... It was rough for me the first time around. That's fair. But, um... Yep. What about you, Paul? What are some that you... Oh, my bad. I, I was dozing off. I'm good. All right. A couple we're snacks. All, yeah, all no, I'm It's all good. I'm, I'm good. Um, all right, I just haven't stayed up this late in a while. Uh, so, my first one... Uh, uh, was the gunk this man this is super mario sunshine is the get they told the me before uh this podcast because like i mean you you're like it's kind of like junk punk i guess we could call it right mm-hmm. you got like the junkyard type shit uh, I diesel punk i think it's technically would be called that's it yeah but diesel yeah like cool. i mean just the way this looks everything plays and feels based on this video anyways it's it's just mario sunshine and you know what it's fine Give me more. I would spend hours sucking up water with uh, Flood, right? Mm-hmm. That was his mm-hmm. name? Yeah. And then I'd uh, go out and just clean up mud. And I wouldn't even clean it all. Or I'd clean up all of it without killing like the thing that spawned it, like the little flower things. I'd just keep mm-hmm. cleaning up mud. I loved it. I'd spend hours doing that. I have a, I had an emulator once upon a time. I'd still do that. It was my therapy for a little while. This is fun. No cap. No, I get it. So, you know, the gunk. Thunderful. That's the developer's... Uh, what? Wait, what's what consoles? 
PC. I think it's coming to every. It's uh, okay as long as it's on PC. I think it's PC and I think Xbox. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, so that's fun. So yeah, uh, so there's that one. No, I'm going fine. a little fast just because that was a little bit of a shorter one. No, you're too, good. Show too much. Uh, then came and this one's a big one. So uh, Pearl Abyss. I've played Black Desert. I'm not too big in MMOs, but Black Desert was really good, you know. And my cousin's very big into it, and I'm really excited for Crimson Desert because it has more of a single player vibe going on. Oh yeah. Uh, but then they come I'm out of the woodwork it. with Dokev or Doki or anyways. <laughs> This looks like a or giant Doki. Doki, Do Do yeah. Something. It's it's this a giant free roam K pop fueled romp that is like Kingdom Hearts meets Right? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> and that, that really <laughs> describes it. Good word. It really because I mean it's it's like uh you have a lot of like free roam and different ways to do it. The the art style is very cutesy but hyper realistic at times. Um, the combat is very much like, uh, what do we call it? It's like Kingdom Hearts meets, uh, I would almost say Splat like Pokemon and yeah, Splatoon, because yeah. it's like very, uh... Well, Spectrubs, you can technically do that if you have any, if anybody remembers Spectrubs on the DS. Yeah, very yeah. similar, very similar. I don't know if this is going to be single player or not, but man, it just, y'all go look it up. I will say their game engine, if y'all hear me, Prolabis, <coughs> you need to... Pat something, because your shit runs like shit in every trailer. Hey, but hey, they're they're okay. working on it, man. It's still brand new. It's just, it's just an announcement, man. It's just the first announcement. I, I mean, I know, but like, I'm not, what, what am I supposed to say? Oh, give it time. It's all. I, it looks like just shit. At give times. it, just I'm give just it saying. time, man. Just give it time. And nah, I'm, I'm being a jackass, but no, seriously, guys, look up dope v dope. It looks phenomenal. It looks like. And that brought up another point that I told them before the podcast started was you know back. You know, anybody that's played games through the early 2000s, 2010s, you know, we're all used to Japanese games and American games and European games, but we're not really used to, like, smaller European countries and smaller countries around the world or, like, Korean games and whatnot. You know, with the K Korean MMOs, but it's it's nice to see the world, essentially. Like, there's world over, small developers are able to make their voices heard and make games, so it makes me happy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. And uh, the last one... Um, uh, I have since lost it. No, the Serpent uh, Road. Find... Serpent Road, yeah. What was it? Serpent yeah. Road. Serpent Where, Road. Where the fuck is it? I want to click on it so I can see it again. <laughs> Serpent. My bad, guys. Peggy said really... this one. Okay, yeah. So this is like a cell shaded dreamscape, is what I'll call it. Because you're like a chick with um, like a, a, a witch doctor chick. I don't know what time period. Maybe it's its own world. Who knows? But it's like there's like voodoo looking stuff, and she's a witch doctor. And there's animals you befriend. You become a giant monster. I really don't know what's going on, but it's like a very um, I don't know. It's like a nostalgic looking game, and it looks nice. And if you like like witch doctors and voodoo, and maybe not voodoo. That's it's not voodoo art style. You know what I'm talking about? It's like uh, witchcraft. Mm. Um, go got meandering. It it's a very good looking game yeah go check it out guys so that's uh, Mario Sunshine the Gunk Dokiv if you like just K-pop romps and just great really looking games it does look it looks fun so confusing. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot yeah. to it but I'm just impressed nevertheless look yeah. all I did was I saw it and was just like well you have my attention I will be at the very least keeping a heavy eye on this game Probably yeah. purchasing it because it looks crazy. I gotta understand myself. 
I'm still confused how Pearl Abyss, like, uh, not confused, I guess, like, you know, Black Desert makes so much money, they were like, yo, let's make other games. Yeah. <laughs> and they made Crimson Desert, which was a given, it's, I guess, the Black Desert quote-unquote sequel, but then this come out of nowhere, and it's like... Don't they also have, like, an Arena Battle Royale one coming out? Yes, basically. That's in the same world. Yep. I can't Three games. Oh, yeah. I, I'm just, I'll be honest, I'm just excited to see these, like, because you saw the, it's several different environments in uh, Doki, but... I'm just really excited to free roam through, like, a, a Korean city. You know what I mean? We've seen Tokyo oh, yeah. and shit like that. This is something new. It's it nice. looks like the Korean-French Riviera. I like, i I never seen that before, but it looks really cool. Whatever. It sounds, that actually sounds really cool by default. <laughs> Do you become a K-pop star in this, too? Because, like, when she transforms, um, she, like, becomes a K-pop star. She becomes star. an idol. You gotta hit that henchin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you or an idol, yeah. henchin to go-go. God, this game looks great. Everybody go look it up. Okay. Alright. And I think um, someone has not mentioned one of them, which was, because we talked a little bit about which ones we were going to mention before, uh, Cult of the Lamb. Yes, Cult of the Lamb. I think somebody yes. wanted to I forgot about that one, yes. Cult of the Lamb uh, looks is a 2D, cutesy art style uh, one where you essentially become this possessed uh, lamb creature where you uh, control your villagers and build this village and a cult to you as it. Uh, it has a bit of a um, uh, don't starve mentality when it comes to village building and uh, villager uh, interaction. But when you go into the woods and do combat, it kind of switches to Finding of Isaac style. Like, oh, this is very interesting. Mm-hmm. But the uh, how art's not straight up strict 2D. It's like a mix of like a 2D, 3D plane change and... It's just really intriguing how it looks, and it's all so dynamic. And also, it's got that 2.5D look. Mm-hmm. 2.5D look, and you know, I also like the cute, weird, cute aesthetic where it's like cute animals, but with satanic elements involved. Basically, Binding of Isaac. Yep. But yeah, Binding of Isaac is weird because it, it, like everything is drawn cutely, but like at the same time, it's also like fucking gross. Oh no! Um, <laughs> I think when I first played Binding of Isaac when I was really young, like some of the enemies, thinking about it, uh. I try to think about it too realistically in my head as a kid, like, oh, 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 I don't want to think about that too realistically because uh, all these are technically once human, and I can't imagine how they, you know, turn into that in a real world. I also saw the first trailer for Finding Isaac as a kid where they actually use real people. Oof. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. That is horrifying. Um, speaking of horrifying, um something that might actually be considered dreadful even um metroid dread got a cool new trailer and it's looking really nice i love freaking metroid man i'm so glad that we're getting this game back samus's return ah the puns um but getting dread this trailer actually i feel might actually spoil a little bit too much for the game because the big thing about metroid is you know i mean there's story in Metroid, but you go through it. Like, there's a ton of story in Metroid, but, like, mm. it's a very atmospheric game. Um, but in this one, we're dealing with threats and things like that that I'm just kind of like, oh, wow, that's kind of important. Mm-hmm. There's a Chorzo there's a that's a villain that we saw, and we're like, oh, wow, that's that's crazy. We've never seen them in game. <laughs> they just don't show up. Um, <laughs> on top of that... Samus has got her parry. She's out here doing some wild stuff. They're doing some platinum level things a little bit with how you're fighting stuff. Emmys are mm. still terrifying. I also noticed the fact that her suit changes color. 
So like. Oh no, dude! When I first saw. Kind of happy. When I first saw the trailer and saw that she's the armor suddenly turned blue, it's like <gasps> Petrofusion! Ah! I, I. Oh no! What the the normal color for it is blue mm -hmm. from the fusion part because that's technically the deal is that her suit is upgraded from fusion. Mm -hmm. It's it's the fusion suit, not the power suit. It's just been upgraded. Um, but at some point I saw her with the orange shoulder pads, like the classic ones, mm -hmm. but like still the same suit, but it's colored differently. And then again, I saw the gravity one, which lets me know that like, we're probably going to be able to switch styles. And I don't know exactly what that means Pro for this Metroid game. Either that or you get to customize her, which is just as crazy yep. to be honest. It might be an element thing, like change up the different elements as you go through kind of like almost Mega Man style, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I saw, I noticed that and was like, I'm down. I'm down with Samus getting some new suits that I'm going to enjoy because whenever she got a new suit in those games, those were always kind of dope. Hmm. The gravity suit is always my favorite. I love the purple. It always looks nice. Though, to be honest, the light suit from Prime is awesome, which we still don't know about Prime 4, so, you know, I'll just wait on that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but for now, I'll play Metroid Dread. Looks great. I'm ready to be scared by Emmys. To literally run my ass off and be like, please no. <laughs> please. <laughs> Don't do this. Run! Especially with the new ones where it looks like invincible unless you have the right power for it. Yeah, they will kill you. They have no problem doing that. Mm -hmm. No problem. And I'm like, ooh, that's something to be afraid of. But um, another thing I'll mention on this list, if I can open up my phone again. There we go. Um, I'll quickly do a quick mention of Saints Row, the a reboot that was announced. It's a cinematic trailer, but basically the idea is that we're getting an entire different group of characters that will most likely be the uh, Third Street Saints in some way. Kind of down. Definitely more grounded feel, but not too grounded. They're still being silly. Looks like they're going back to their roots of at least Saints Row 2, which is not a bad thing. Because Saints Row 2 is mm. a favorite. It's a favorite. Yeah. It's yeah like, Saints Row 2 is great. Saints Row 2 is great. Yeah, it's most likely going to be Saints Row 2-ish, if not 3. Because 3 is kind of wild, but it's still grounded. Four is um, insane. Four is just insane. But, like I said before to um, Pele and Paul, I would not mind at all if the deal with the Saints Row series from now on is that it just it goes up and up and up and up and up until they're like, okay, we hit the ceiling of the idea we were doing, we're gonna go back down and then do it again. If this was just a series of just constant climb-ups to jump back down and climb up again in a different direction, I'm down. Especially since um, you get to have like your own, I guess, attachment to certain arcs. So, for instance, we grew up with the first like Row arc, I guess, uh -huh. and we got to see how it became Crackdown. <laughs> <laughs> so, if this one just continues on its path to go up in a, another direction, then we'll have another one, and we get to choose which one is our favorite arc of Row. Like how crazy they went, and which one we enjoyed. I feel like that's super cool. But um, next up, because I did say I was going to quickly mention that one, would be, I'm going to say, You Suck at Parking. I did <laughs> like that one. That one was actually kind of fun. Did you like Sly Cooper driving? <laughs> you like to get it mad. Like... You like puzzles. You like how to park. Look... You like <laughs> <It> looks... jazz. <laughs> It looks a lot like a Trials game with the uh, a top-down camera essentially being like, hey, yo, you got to park in this spot. Get here as close as possible to this spot. Do it. 
and you just drive your little car almost GTA style over these ridiculous obstacle courses just so that you can hit that perfect drift and get into that parking spot. Basically, if you've ever seen any Fast and the Furious movie where they like slide perfectly into the spot, they made an entire silly game about that. Go play it. <laughs> it looks great. Mm. It, it Honestly, it's a unique idea. No one's done it before, so I'm kind of down. <laughs> but um, I think this will be the last one before we call it a night on this one. This one's going to be a short one, guys, because... Yep. We got people falling yeah. asleep on air. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not asleep, but I just yeah, I'm dying. Um, almost there. Um, yeah, I'm. I closed my eyes for a second there, and I just yeah. All right. I guess I'll mention these two because we've mentioned them both on the podcast before. Also, we'll just slide them in. Um, mm. Thai Mesa got a new trailer, looking kind of ill, and mm. Solstice. They are very similar um, genres. They like your character action games. Um, Thai Mesa been being a bit more of a um, Bloodborne-style game, while as a Solstice being actually technically more Dark Souls-y. What, what'd you say it was called? Dimesha? Dimesha. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I'd spell that, please. T-H-Y-M-E-S-I-A. Dimesha. Okay, Dimesha. I got yeah. you. Thank you. My bad, I'm too tired. <laughs> I got it. I want to look this up, though. Oh, shit, this is Bloodborne. Yep. Exactly. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, yeah. That the, it looks a little bit faster, which I'm kind of down with. And they also have this deal with um, you gain power from the plague, specifically. Mm-hmm. There's a plague going around, and people hey. can harness its power. And I'm like, oh, that's actually Based a really cool world detail. Based. That's kind of lit. I'm down. Okay, yeah, I'm going to get this game. Yeah. yeah. So it's just being in the other direction about two sisters. Um, pretty much doing stand things low-key, but very character action honestly go like if you haven't go check both those games out uh mm. that makes it is coming out it got a release date i think it says it's coming out this year right yeah it did uh steam steam uh, from steam from the looks of it currently but uh uh i think there's a demo out for uh for it you can definitely try out for sure oh dude i'm gonna yeah, be I'm playing that gotta try that out yeah and solstice being the same kind of thing going on with it both of these are genuinely cool character like character-esque action games that Ooh, i think anybody should try. great cool that's what i'm saying man they both look so good how am i supposed to choose <laughs> yep. what do i do buy both make... you have a job Here we go. <laughs> get, get, get both you know and they're any titles so they're not gonna be full price that's true they won't be super expensive they won't be solstice okay or when she whipped that blade around something about that click she's basically got a berserk sword I'm down. <laughs> it's just a dragon slayer. <laughs> God, dude. What a time to be alive. <laughs> yes. It is. But we will leave you guys with that. This one, this one's going to be a short one. There's a lot of other stuff that you guys probably haven't gotten a chance to check out for mm. uh, Gamescom. Oh. By all means, there's even stuff that came out today that we didn't get to see. There'll probably yeah. be some stuff coming out tomorrow. Like I said, oh, I didn't say it here, but apparently Platinum is also having their own thing that they wanted to show off some stuff at, and um, I have not gotten a chance to check that out at all. I looked for it. I just can't find it right now. That was definitely going to be on the podcast if I could find it. I did want to say two things real quick. Go ahead. uh, For the podcast. So first off, for anybody looking up the game stuff, whatever we've listed, 
uh, for today and everything. There's a heavy indie focus with a lot of these games, so be ready for that. Don't I don't want anybody to like be like, oh my god, and go and look. This ain't three. Yeah, this ain't E three, but it is a very good <laughs> amount of games and cool looking games. Just you know, enjoy it. The, it the second part is. Um, I am tired and I forgot it. Uh, give me one second. Me one second. Um, Attempt was made. Late night That's it. Is if you're if you're if you're like me, and you like your cosmic shit with Marvel, and you've been waiting on a Marvel movie that kind of looks more like a film than a Marvel movie, if that makes sense. Granted, Endgame and especially Infinity War did that, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, check out that new Eternals trailer, because. Uh, or the final he trailer, because my god, man. Yeah, it, I wasn't excited for that movie at all, and now I saw the trailer I'm, for it, and it's like, I'm he's very he's excited. He's over the for moon. That, yeah. Because it, it leads me to possibility of a silver streak in the sky and a dark fucking thing that eats planets, but we'll see. Like I said, boys, when, when uh, Silver Surfer comes to the screen, don't go to the theater with me if you don't want to get drenched in, in fluids. Still as gross as always. <laughs> yeah, we'll end it there. I <laughs> told you. My bad, guys. Stay human. Health from the podcast. Yeah, stay human. <laughs> don't turn <laughs> into a demon. Too tired. I don't know why. <laughs> stay human, friends. Don't let the late right. night nexus corrupt you as it has us. <laughs> yeah. But we will catch you guys around. Um, we'll close it out with the obvious. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate mm. you as always. Thanks check for us out on Paper Play Action on the YouTube channel that exists now. You guys can see that. Go ahead and give that mm-hmm. a subscribe. We might actually have some stuff that goes up that's, you know, not. Yep. But uh, go ahead and did you let them know about the schedule that you'll be trying to do? Yeah, I'll, I'll do that again. So it'll be about seven to nine weeks from now. We'll fully catch up to where the episodes are like today's, right? So if you like watching or listening on YouTube, you likes to be able to do that. We just we wanted to start from the beginning. I kind of delayed it out because I was busy and being a jackass, procrastinating, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I want to do three videos a week. Uh, tr- try to do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday um, and have those ready to go. So that in, what's it, seven to nine weeks, whatever, however many we'll, episodes. We're almost on 30 now. It might be 10 fucking weeks. We'll, we'll catch up eventually. But, um, yeah, there'll be a catch up. And then after that, uh, yeah, you can enjoy paper play action as is. Um and have that as your seat. I might even do four or five episodes a week. Something to catch us up so that you guys can have a second platform. You get to just enjoy it. But uh, for now, it'll be three to three episodes a week. But yeah. There we go. Branch it out. Go follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram as well. At paper underscore action. Go always hit up our Patreon. Support the show. If you love what you've been hearing, go ahead and uh, go ahead and hit, hit that up. We appreciate mm. you guys at all times. So thank you guys so much. Yep. Have a good night. Without further ado, we'll end it here. See you later, guys. Have a good night, guys. Have a good one, guys. Stay human. <laughs>